Welcome to episode 51 of The End of the Stream. I'm Aiden, and this week I'm joined by Kevin and Brian. We are three artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and all-round shit-talkers, and each week we take some of the endless stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Amazon Prime. Wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, we talk about it. This week we're talking about Elden Ring, we're talking about I Want You Back, we're talking about the new Medea movie, we're talking about Brian's impressive neckbeard, all this and more on the endless stream. If you enjoy what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast, giving us a, a like and subscribe or review over on iTunes. All of that stuff helps us out. You can also head over to Instagram where you can leave a comment or direct message us there. We put up pictures and post clips and, you know, it's an easy place for you to disagree with us or suggest something for us to watch over there. Or if you want to go the old school route, we have an email address, theendlesscast at gmail.com. All of that being said... Let's get into the episode. Episode 51 of The Endless Stream. We are getting close to the year and we have Brian back with us. We have Kevin. Hoi, hoi, hoi. Hello. I have a bone to take with, pick with you, Aiden. We have Aiden, who is who's about to have a bone picked. Pick his bones, Kevin. I'm going to pick his bones. I listened to I listened to our last episode. Okay. And I listened to... Brian, did you listen to the last episode? Okay. Kevin, why would I, why would I listen to this conversation twice? Yeah, you're right, Brian. Um, what was I saying? Yes, moving on. Moving on. I have a bone to pick with you. I'm trying to avoid I, bones being picked. I listened to Jack Toddy or whatever his name is. Oh, Jack Thackeray. Yeah. Yeah, not for you. How how did you like that song? How did that song encourage you to go sort out more material like that, man? I don't know. I liked it. It's which one it's, did I send you? No, you didn't send me any. I you was just listened. listened. Yes, yeah, so I listened to podcast, and I was just like, I'm. I'm just gonna check out what what that what it's like, and I listened to Laddie Da and Sister Josephine. Yeah, I don't know. I listened right. to Laddie Da. I think it was might you, be Stockholm Syndrome. I listened to that for like three years, and then I went, let's go look at some more. How I, I don't listened know. to that. I listened to that once, and I was like, oh, that's enough of that. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't um, uh, Papa Roach enough for you. No. No man, look right. Papa Roach is better. Different tastes, I'm afraid. I think I think majority would 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 stay otherwise. It's not about different tastes. That that stuff is awful. I'm okay with comedic singers, but well, I mean, to each their own, I suppose. I don't want to. I don't want to argue with it. I I kind of came into it going, this is a long shot argue for a lot of people. Spinals, fuck. Shut your fucking face, man. Jack Thackeray's great. I mean, he had a reputation. He had a record. He was on the television. You know, he's got a massive fan base. People love the guy. You know, he's he's it's easy listening, light-hearted comedy fun. You know, got a sort of like post-carry-on vibe. Brian would hate it. Maybe yeah, I know Brian he would. That's why I didn't bring it up with him on the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's why I brought it up now. Um, but thanks for sharing. I mean, I'm, 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 if I if I let other people's tastes dictate my own, where would I be? Probably better off. Oh shit! Um, You'd be a sheep. Yeah, but a happy it, sheep. It, it's with that in mind. I'm going clothes shopping on Sunday. Yeah, well, I sent you some uh, some suggestions. Have yeah, you hired a personal shopper? I mean, I think I need you, like, or or whoever you're using. Who? Who? Brian. Brian. Yeah. He uses himself. Um, did you freeze there, Brian? No. Yeah, I think something's up with my connection. Oh. Or you broke up, I think. Oh. Yeah. Brian uses himself. He shops with it by himself for himself. 
um, just forwarding some of the things Kevin suggested for me. He told me that he'd like to pull your clothes off, Brian. I said he'd have to ask. You, you'd have to ask. Yeah. That'd be rude. Yes. I don't. I don't argue that the um, the clothes that you suggested aren't fashionable. I just don't know that I'd ever see myself wearing any of that. None of these things are a big stretch, pal. Chinos and a colorful shirt. Like you like, you're always talking about. Like, I remember you for ages were, were sending in like random colorful shirts that you were hoping to buy. I think I was more suggesting them for you. Oh, okay. They felt more in your your wheelhouse. I think I'd I seen wear, you in a sort of Hawaiian-y... You saw me in one Hawaiian thing. shirt, and then you you proceeded That's, to send Hawaiian shirts for the next two years. But you looked great. <laughs> I did not send them for the next. I, I sent maybe two Thanks, or three uh, Hawaiian shirts that had a sort of like off Hawaiian vibe, like skulls and shit on it that were kind of cool. Anyways, you know, there's nothing wrong with the things I sent you. No, no. I'm just, I'm just, he, can I, here is a genuine problem with clothes and me at the moment. Literally every item of clothing I wear is covered in cat hair. This house is not conducive to having anything nice. Honest to God, I have, I've got four black hoodies and I wash them regularly and I cannot get the cat hair off them. Okay, so you, you got to do what my mother does. Shout out kill to Kill cats. Mom. She has COVID. Um, no, don't kill cats. Is your dad okay? Um, my dad has COVID and my mom has COVID and now my brother has COVID. But uh, aye, but your your dad had COVID on at the Sunday. start of the week, so it's yeah. a few days later. It's a week later, like or and uh, no, no, um, it was Sunday. Then my mom got it on the first of March. Um, yeah, they seem like in good form. Okay. They seem okay. Right. Uh, they're both vaccinated. They're both relatively like you know semi, semi ish. Like okay, but they might not be. No, they're they're in good health. They have no health issues. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're okay, I think. Um, but I was gonna say, uh, but no. Oh yeah, what my mom does is she has she, when she with our dogs at home. She used to be, mm-hmm. when she was working, she would come home. She would go straight up chair, stairs, change out of her work clothes into her like uh, you know home clothes, chill clothes, mm. and then her clothes never had any dog hair on it. So if you get nice things, you just have to like. Do that. I think they're still going to get covered in cat hair. This is my fear. This is my fear. Cat cats are cats are a bit more mobile than dogs. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know, all I'm saying is, I wish especially I could wear nice especially things. light hair, especially light hair cats. Yeah. All I'm saying this is, is he looks great, Brian. He looked great. He just it's and it's just not even it's not even a suggestion. It's not even because it's not my business. He looks. 10 times better than me you look great Aiden I was so proud of you the other day like but I, even I was just going to say great. like I, I, even I thought like I thought I was wearing halfway decent whatever going to some I went well, one of the improv things and it was like Sharon was the first one that showed up Kevin met Sharon the other night and the first thing she says is that is such a cat jumper and I was like no it's just it's just my jumper I just have cat hair on fucking fuck like <laughs> I can't have nice things Kevin you can. I can have nice things here for you. You can just come over and change into them before, and then we can leave together. So that's like the back cave. Yeah. Nice. You can do that. Will Emer be our Alfred? Uh, she's probably more like. Who hates everybody is better than everybody. Batman. 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 <laughs> she's Batman. <laughs> we're, we're Alfred and Robin. <laughs> yeah. We're t- we're two Robins. Yeah, we're doing exactly exactly. Tim we're Drake two. and and uh, yeah. um, oh, who's spoiler? What was her name? Um. Yes, I can think. But no, but yeah, where to, Robin? She's a Batman. Shit. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, yeah, you could, you could do that though, to be fair. Stephanie Brown, who was Robin for a short bit, wasn't she? Because uh, my only point is like, you know, you're, you're, you're going on stage, you're doing great, you're going to the gym, you're working hard, you know, why not? Mm. Why not show that shit off, man? You know? I appreciate the constructive criticism. I am merely frustrated that I feel that making any efforts in that direction would be wasted money due no, to the destructive true. nature of my animals. You know, I came home, put my hoodie on the back of a chair for five minutes, made a cup of tea, picked it up, slung it over my shoulder, there was your mistake. got a face full there of cat piss last night. <laughs> I just threw my hoodie on and face full of fucking... I didn't even see the cat. I don't know how it was that fucking wet. Oh my God. I, I, turned, I made a cup of tea, picked it up off the back person. of a chair. They got up on the table, peed onto the back of the chair. <laughs> that... And the thing is, all I can do is wash that hoodie because there's no point throwing it out. Next hoodie will do just as fucking bad. Life is hard. I'm gonna cut all what of this. This is fucking though? too grim. This is too grim. Oh, no, this, I gotta this, cut no, all no, this. No, this has to stay in. <laughs> it's too grim. No, you know what? You know what your problem is in though, like because you, 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 uh, you know, you need to go out and buy yourself some nice duds. <laughs> his problem is his problem is cats. Cats, yeah. Well, you can always, you know rent somewhere else that doesn't have cats <laughs> and i mean i mean this this was i'm on to you i mean this this is a stealth way to introduce the the fact that you've got a, a cat pee kink clearly and what i'm on to you well the cat the cat just happened to pee oh, oh i see cat i see kink. i see i see i see okay, oh a cat pee yeah. kink yeah a cat yeah, pee kink yeah. cat pee kink yeah that's what yeah. does it for me Deep pissing in your lungfuls of cat. It happened. I'm, tr- I'm working long, up to women. It happened a while ago. It happened a while ago, but it uh, it awakened something in you. Yeah, really. yeah. I hope this isn't uh, awakening anything in me. <laughs> One of the best lines ever. It was something like that, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. This yeah. better not awaken anything in me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, even that sentence is just like. <laughs> I know what I am. Yeah, and yeah, I exactly. Excuse. Yeah, but it's, sometimes it's like it's like I kind of feel that sometimes I know how impressionable I am. So it's just like oh, I hope that doesn't get into my head. Mm. Sometimes even be saying something, I'd be like, oh no, stop saying that because I start thinking that way or start thinking that. And she's like, no, you know, like because like she could be saying like about like a TV series they're watching, and she's like, you know, no, it's everyone. I'm like, oh, don't say it. If you say it, it's all I'm gonna be able to think about. Mm. I could give you a bad example, but I don't want to. Mm. Yeah, there's shit like that with like, okay, if you ever saw the Count of Monte Cristo film, um, with Jim Caviezel and Guy Pierce and a baby Henry Cavill, um, there is a scene in that where he shows up at it's shot in Paris court and it's this big sort of dramatic arrival and he floats in in a hot air balloon and the fucking thing didn't land symmetrically central in the fucking shot. It's off to the left every time I fucking see it. I'm like. The, the director must be so fucking annoyed. It just came in and it's clearly supposed to land dead center of the shot and it's just off. Kind of thing that you just see in... What has this got to do with cat piss? Yeah. What's that got to do with weird really things? Trying to... Jim Caviezel, uh, cat piss fetish. He's the leader of the bunch. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I can't have nice This is what happens when you introduce cat piss into a conversation. Yeah. So, I can't. I can't have nice things. So you guys watched "I Want You Back" after I recommended it. How did you find it? I really liked it. Yeah, I liked it. 
I mean, uh, I thought this, any, the ending was kind of standard. Manny Jacinto is a beautiful man. He is, isn't he? He Remarkable. is actually, yeah. Like we got so used to him being kind of goofy that you kind of missed the chiseledness. Like he was always chiseled, yeah. but literally, Emir said like, "Wow, he is a good body," and it's just like I'd never oh, seen no. him like that. Oh uh, no, I mean, but I I agreed. <laughs> what did you say, Brian? I I mean, it was pretty obvious from the good place. He's like. Uh, I reject the idea that just because he was a goof, we couldn't tell he, you know, had an incredible bone structure. His name was Jason in The Good Place, was it? Mm. Jason, yeah. He's very good in it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm really happy to see him in things. Like, he's, he's, because I saw him in that Nine Perfect Strangers, and he's great in it, you know? It's cool Mm. to see him in stuff. But a fun movie, really good movie. Really enjoyable. Nice. Yeah. And your man, Scott Eastwood, was really good as well. In fairness to him, like, considering. He was. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess would would you give it any weight to like, like the the concept of because it kind of got a little like pub. Part of the push behind it was like it's the first really good rom com in a while. Like, would you agree? Disagree? I mean, I think rom coms became very formulaic, very yeah market driven. This is they're they're tricky to get right, mm-hmm. and they they're tricky to get right and. They're difficult as well. Like the 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 more relatable they are, the harder it is to find them funny as well. Mm. You know, mm. like it, it's about relationships and stuff. So there's got to be conflict in it, and the, the, there's so much things in it where you just be like, oh, that reminds me of that time that that person said or did that. Um, and it's just, yeah, it, it's 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 tough to pull off because. I think the formulaic stuff is is garbage. The more authentic and relatable, the better. Mm. But then it's also it's it's that's a hard balance I think between having, you know, kind of developed real people, but then also having a uncomfortable kind of moments if you're watching it with your mom. You know, if you're not watching it by yourself, mm. not your mom, <laughs> no, not your joking. mom, no. <laughs> I am. Um, I was just gonna say. I don't know about rom coms. I always just got. I got the kind of impression that, certain the last couple of years, that rom coms were kind of in a place where, I you know I I wouldn't have a clue, but I would have thought that rom coms were in a place where I think a lot of them are made out of absolute contracts, obliga- contractual obligations to studios, that they'd be like. Jason Sudeikis, you have a three movie deal with you know Warner Brothers. You got to do the project you wanted to do. He got to do a project to pay, like you know, kind of that. Uh, mm. You know, it's good for his career or whatever. And then he got to do it. Then he was just like, I kind of just want to get out of this contract now. So this rom com, it's with like you know Jennifer Aniston, and it's going to take us twenty one days to film it. Grand, like I'm done. Contracts out, movies done. It's it's money at the end of the day uh, and it's also just like, you know what I mean? That's, that's how I thought a lot of rom-coms kind of came to fruition over the years. Mm. What do you and think? I mean, like, what's the... Um, do, do you know anything is, about is that? It call, is it called... I, would, I don't know about that specifically, the idea that you're tied into a contract to deliver X amount of films. I don't know about that. I couldn't... I know historically there have been that sort of thing, but I don't I know... I thought that for some reason. How that ties... No, there in. is, yeah, because, um, like, that's why I think that's why Emily Blunt couldn't play Black Widow. Yeah, 
Um, she was she had signed a deal for three or four pitchers, I think. Right. And she had one left that she couldn't get out of, I think. And it's something like that anyway. It's something along those lines. So yeah, they, they do they do those kind of deals. And then very often you, you end up making just whatever is next on the slate just right. to get out of the Okay, the okay, okay, cool. Yeah, maybe you something like that. I remember um, Ed Norton had something like that with the Italian job. Like he really wasn't in that film. Yeah. Um, like, and then he tried to rewrite the whole flipping thing. He did that a lot, though. That was in his contract. Yeah. He did that with the Hulk as well. Fairness, Hulk is pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. I don't think that's the worst. I don't think that's the worst thing stipulation to be able to get no. in a contract. No, he's he's obviously a very smart guy, and he's a big film buff. Yeah. so mm. I think he's got a good sensibility. Good yeah, sense of story. Yeah, I was, was going to say like he's kind of into acting. People always say it like it's a difficult thing, but it's it's not necessarily. No, like, mm. like if 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 he's if he signed on in the first place, he's interested, and in, he's just interested then in making it. Decent, Better, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard, hard to do, anyways. Like you know, movies are hard process, and I can, I think, I can have massive respect for an actor that wants to kind of get that deep into it because it's, it's more on their shoulders, you know. I think. Hmm. Hundred percent. Um. So you, you didn't think much of the uh, ending, like I, like when we talked about it last, I talked about that last sort of two minute sequence being kind of played almost silently and just ending on that like quiet shot looking at each other I thought that was great I thought that was a really nice way to play that and like I like you yeah, when I, you I asked me we about were, it I think we're under the impression that maybe it was going to have a little more unconventional yes. in terms of story but I, I get what you mean it, it, it just it was a quiet kind of end to it but it was expected in terms of what happened I think maybe that we got the idea that it didn't end the way we thought it was going to end. Brian okay. Gets it. Okay. Brian gets yeah, it. I, I think the problem is I was trying to not talk about it at that point. I just was like, I was really impressed by the way they handled that ending because it could have been that big explicit running into each other's arms moment and it relied on you yeah. just having paid attention. And yeah, knowing, I liked it. Yeah. Like the idea that films have to hit you over the head with like, remember it's like that thing that we talked about at the start, you know, it's that thing we said at the start about our feelings and our things and I said at the start, like they just trusted you to remember that they had talked about sitting on an airplane and, and looking after somebody ahead of yourself. And prior to, like, I think they underlined it in the moment. though. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was. Yeah. But yeah, the, but it was done. I don't know. I just I thought it was I thought it was very well done. No, no, they, it was. they didn't turn around was, and say you did the thing we were talking about. You know. Anyway, that's yeah, they resisted that's how, the that's urge I want you to, back. to underscore it a second time. Well, was it twenty nine? Is the new twenty one? Yeah, but you're thirty two. <laughs> I watched uh, Euphoria. I haven't watched that. Is it good? I mean, like if you're into teenagers banging and having overdoses, uh, you know. You're gonna love this show. Any cats in it? No. Peeing on things? No, no. maybe not. Bathroom breaks? No. Any bathroom breaks? No. Um oh like well like it's it's full of dick pics. Lots of erections. Really? Lots of boners, yeah. Gross. Um Are they supposed to be of... teenagers boners? Um I always find that weird with comedies or or, or yeah, with shows maybe. set in sort of high school settings, like what like, age are these people supposed to be? Look, I'm a 34 year old uh, man who who kind of isn't probably as privy to the new conventions of the world. Although I'm open and you know I'm all for it. Like I say, you know, just do everything do what you want, do what you love. That's all good. But um, 
uh, I just think aspects of the show are kind of strange and problematic, but uh, but uh, it's just it's just it's just a lot of kids banging and ODing and doing drugs, and it's like so, is that, when is you're that watching skins. But essentially, it is though. It's like a grittier, edgier, more kind of woke 2022 version of Skins. But it is, it is kind of just like this is, like, uh, it's like, it's definitely not for me. Anyways, I'm gonna finish it because I'm actually kind of like the thing is right. I'm interested enough to see what happens now because of all the hype and everything like that. Uh, and by no means I'm gonna say it's a bad show, but it's also like I, I am watching it. Kind of very aware of the fact that I'm meant to be watching like people under the age of 18 doing all these things and it's weird mm. and it's all really weird um oh dudes a lot of it's weird but uh um and then there's a, there was one scene where it was stuff was like i'm not going to say too much because it's like it's all very convoluted and elaborate but there's one scene where they're kind of going like they're talking about events that happened on a night out and stuff and nothing came of it and then there was this and then a couple of episodes later there was they were talking there was another scene at a, a, a fun fair carnival type of thing and uh emer was like oh i wonder what's going to happen and i was just like i kind of have a feeling that like nothing's going to come out of any of this stuff so basically there's a lot of build-up to tension that never really kind of uh, pays off. It's like it's like edging. Don't pretend you don't know what that is, Capis. I I have no idea what you're talking about. Actually, I think in one of the episodes you explained edging to me. <laughs> the student has become the master. So that's Euphoria. Did you say you're watching season two? No, one. Okay, because that would make no sense if you had. So you're gonna you're gonna watch straight through. But that thing's getting great reviews, isn't it? Yeah, but like it's it can totally get uh, great reviews, great, you know. And then you not like it, yeah. Yeah, like it kind of. But like, it's not that I not like it because nobody, no one was talking about it in season one. Yeah, no one was. It's only yeah. it's only what kind of Zendaya's star on the rise and all that's gone on that people got into season two. I also think people are starved for stuff to watch. Um, it it was people were making fun of it in season one. Really, they were talking about it. it's the most ridiculous show on TV and it's absurd that you know like. There's like a lot of jokes about like here's what you know actual high school is like, and then here's what it's like in Euphoria, and it's yeah. basically a rave. And God, it, like are just taking drugs and it's stuff. It's so and ridiculous. There's a there's a, people people made fun of it in season one, mm. and now it's the now it's more extreme. Of Thrones. Um, so I think I think it's the same thing with Succession. Succession. Nobody was talking about it, kind of for about two seasons, and now people are fucking obsessed with it, and. It's fine. That's kind of what it's kind of good that people can find things like that, though. I do like that. Like, I mean, it's a pain in the ass if you're making a TV show for two or three years, going, "Why is nobody finding this?" But it is kind of cool when people can, like, kind of communally get on a buzz for something that's been around for a bit, rediscover. Uh, but what to call it? Um, Rick and Morty was a little bit like that, to be honest. I think it was like season three came to Netflix and then it blew up. Well, it's like. Yeah, you had to be an animation nerd to be into it first, and then they just needed to put numbers, numbers of episodes. You had to be really smart as well. I don't it. know about that. You had, to be, you had to be really clever. Don't know about yeah. that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, no, you had to have you had to, you have to have a really high IQ. To, I don't. To get I don't yeah, Brian, I, don't I saw. Uh, yeah, I saw you posting that on our inside message board the other day, Brian. I agree. Yeah, you got to be really smart. Yeah, smart. Yeah, your fedora is looking really good today, Brian. Um, Thank you're you. welcome. Yeah, I like how you're you're you you've combed your beard further down your neck. Beard. Neck beard is really coming. Yeah. yeah, I like how you're getting more neck coverage there, buddy. Uh, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, you're a real. Um, 
piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was the fucking sauce people for storming McDonald's for? Um, Szechuan, Szechuan sauce. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Szechuan sauce. Uh, yeah it got uh, like like Dick it's like. Heads. I do. I guess like I hate saying it because it's such a fucking begrudgy thing to say, and I, I, like, I know I'm that kind of fucker. It's not everything. Mm. Some things happen like this, but sometimes when stuff becomes mad popular, it gets a little bit ruined. Oh, the the the, the simple sentence is, "I like Rick and Morty. I hate Rick and Morty fans." Yeah, I'm like that about a lot of things, though. But that's okay. I think like you know, I don't have to like fan bases to appreciate something. Like just because you're into it, but just because you like something, doesn't mean you have to be like. I wouldn't like to be called a Rick and Morty fan. <laughs> Pick a pick a Rick enthusiast. You be careful who you'd say it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like that. I'm not. I'm not like that. It's like when I'm like, look, Joe, just Joe like Rogan's not that. I'm not bad. one of those people. No, he is. He is though. It's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Aiden, please leave. Yeah. Unacceptable. Lemon, <laughs> lemon grab, wasn't it? Lemon grab. It's also Justin Roiland. Yes. Rick and Morty. And from Invincible. And I was just thinking the other day, when's that coming back? Invincible. Yeah, never. Um, I mean, that was one of the first things. That was one of the first things we watched. It didn't. Get, it didn't get cancelled, did it? No, no, no. Okay, it was very popular. Um, it, they have big plans for it. They're still. They're. They're. I think they're still planning on a live action movie as well. I can't quite tell if you're serious. I'm serious. Okay, because well, yeah, I can see this movie thing could be cool. Canceled. Yeah, it's a lot, It's it's still a lot of ground to cover, you know, and. Like, but it's like, come on, man! Sixty years of Spider-Man. Shut your, shut oh, your face. True. That's true. That's true. Yeah, get over 60 yourself. Sixty years, probably. It is, isn't it? It was sixty-six or something, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah. I think it is sixty years. Ooh. I remember when the first issue came out. It was in the sixties. Um. So Euphoria is a go. You, you're you're going to keep watching with it, but yeah, you're not yeah. over enamored with it. it. Um. I like like to be honest, like. Uh, uh, one or two of the characters I do like, but like ultimately I I, I hate all of them. Cool. I just think I think lots of it is really toxic. I don't know, but then again, maybe I'm overly sensitive and stuff. But there's some like like Zadia is the main character, and I guess you're, a part of you is meant to be like particularly enamored with her, but like she she really like uses and abuses people, and then she's like going to AA and she's lying to a room of like addicted people that she's she's uh, you know clean for sixty days or something. Like John Mulaney. Did he do that? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Jeez, Brian, you can't make assumptions like that. Did, it's not a crime. Did any did you say did he probably lied he probably lied about being off drugs. I'm pretty sure he did that. Did um Did you watch the Mulaney SNL? Yes. Okay. Is it good? I haven't uh, watched just it. the monologue. Just just the monologue. You just watched the monologue. The you didn't watch the rest of it. Yeah. Good monologue? It was good. I laughed. Hmm. Brian, you laugh at me. It doesn't really say anything. Laugh at okay, you. Okay, fair, fair. At <laughs> fair, you. fair. Understandable. Yeah, I got to check that one out. Speaking of Brian experiencing emotions, how's Elder Ring going for you? Elden? Elder? I don't know. I said it wrong. Whatever. Elven. It's Elven Ring because of the elves. It's not It's not Elven Like in Lord Ring. of the Rings. It's Elven not Elven Rings. Ring, is it? What is it called? Elven Ring. Eleven Rings? I'm Googling that. You ruined it now. Elden. Elden, okay. Old, old Ring. <laughs> Elder Ring Ring of Fire If you had asked me before yesterday I would have had very different things to say Oh my god No I still love it Okay I love it So It's, it's one of the uh, Please um, 
No. No. I don't know anything no. about the fucking game. I know it's a game that you came out. Tell me what it is. You need to. You don't need Just to. Um, it is a collaboration between... Well, at least the story. It's a collaboration mm. between From Software, who make the Dark Souls, Bloodborne games to kind of... Okay. You like, you like they those games. They invented a genre, yeah. but they, they kind of reinvented... Um, a few mechanics or kind of play styles and they partnered with George R. R. Martin I think he wrote like the kind of lore and mythology he didn't write the actual story for the game I believe but he wrote the kind of background details the lore essentially for right. for the world of the game and yeah it's a RPG dark medieval fantasy um, but it's their first one that they've set in a kind of a open world and it is immense great I'm so impressed with it um, kind of reminds me of that sense of discovery or exploration you had or I had at least playing Ocarina of Time for the first time when you leave the forest and this big open field and well there's a mountain over there and there's a lake over here and there's, there's a desert here um, it's that kind of thing like it, it's it's kind of recreated that feeling Um. It reminds me a bit of one of my favorite games as well, Shadow of the Colossus. Mm. It's got this kind of big, vast, kind of desolate world, but there's things to there's things to kind of discover and find in it. And one of the things I really don't like about open world stuff generally, I I, I tend to get like bored within minutes of them. Mm. Um, they feel kind of like too much like a checklist of things, like go to this place and do this thing and get 50 of this, this thing and there's all these different like just mission chores. types and stuff whereas yeah just yeah, I, chores, I get bored in GTA or a Red Dead Redemption I just I, I can't so quick. to it yeah yeah um, whereas with this it's kind of like where am I going I don't know I guess I'll go this way and then you kind of find a cave and you kind of go through the cave and then you come out and you're like oh wow this leads over here and you're just kind of constantly discovering things and there's there's just nice little bits of story elements introduced um, but every like on the first map alone every every 10 minutes I was just like uncovering some kind of secret or, or you know just kind of seeing something going oh I wonder what's over here um, because the map you have it's it's just kind of a blank parchment at first mm-hmm. um, and even as you're exploring it it doesn't fill in any of the details you have to find like a, a map fragment first and it's only then you'll see what the actual lay of the land is and then you can just kind of go, oh, on the map here, it looks like there's maybe a, you know, like a settlement or a town here or something like that. And you go check it out and then there's something there and then you find something in a chest there and then that gets filled in on your map and it's like, oh, cool. And then like there's a gap then between like the two points you've been in. It's like, oh, I wonder if I'll find anything. This area is looking a bit blank on my map. I'll go check it out. And then you do, you find stuff and it's just constantly expanding and it's, it's vast. I love it. But then... <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, the current boss I'm on, it just has everything I hate about things. Not not just even video games, just things. It's just tedious and repetitive. And yeah, it's just cheap. And I fucking hate it. Um, and if I get stuck in it for too long, I could see myself just quitting out of it because it's it's not a challenge. It's just a kind of a really cheap, everything prior to that, everything that was challenging prior to that, I could either go away and do something else and kind of, you know, strengthen the character 
or I could kind of keep at it and kind of learn the pattern or learn the the kind of ropes or like what am I doing wrong? Like so, the, the boss I was on just before this was really frustrating. I was kind of getting really angry because the things I'd been working were suddenly not working on this. And eventually, I was like, okay, I need to change my strategy here. And then when I did, it worked. And then it, the the fight became this really kind of long, tense kind of battle. I had to be really patient, but it was really rewarding when I finished it. But the boss now, it's just it's just cheap, and it takes so long to reset each time you do it. Um, so even though the loading times are quite quick, you have to like go talk to a guy, go in an elevator, go down the elevator, go to the corner of the map, teleport across, um, the sea to this big battlefield in the desert. And then the boss is in the middle of the map and you've got to run to him. And as you're running to him, he's shooting these magic arrows at you that can just one shot you. And then when you eventually get up to him, so it takes about a minute to kind of run to him. He can just take you out with one hit. It doesn't matter like if you're dodging or rolling and doing everything right. It's just, it's cheap. And you got to go through all of that each time you kind of die. And it's just, it's boring. It's just, the idea was good, um, I think, for it. Because you're on a battlefield and you can summon like kind of other heroes to help you. Uh, and I think the idea is you're supposed to do that and fight this big giant guy in the middle of a desert. But it's just, the execution of it is... I hate it. I hate it is so there um like is there any advice or guides or anything you can use to try and best this? Can you go uh, away and come up, back? I I maybe like I'll see because that's what I first I I looked up it was the first time I actually looked up something in the game because everything else I was just like figuring it out and if it was too hard I went away and did something else and kind of came back to it and it was the natural progression to playing it that was just really really rewarding and i was i was loving it but i got so frustrated with this because it's not so much the challenge even of it it's because it's not challenging it's the it's the reset every time that you got to go through this all this stuff just to kind of start and then you once you do start it can get taken out in a second so i looked it up and somebody proposed like um, a different strategy using like uh, a bow and arrow and stuff like that so I sunk some resources into like upgrading the bow and finding these other items to kind of improve your your power when you're like riding on a horse shooting arrows and stuff. And that's effective. But if the boss catches you once, it's over. So I sent I sent E 30 seconds of a clip, which is actually from at least a 30 minute long clip where I was like whittling down their health bar for well over 30 minutes. And you can see in the clip, his health bar looks empty. Like, it should be dead. And he just kind of one-shots me, and it's over. And I'm just, it's so frustrating. But this thing, like, with with other bosses, usually when something like that happens, it's because you make a mistake. You know, you kind of learn a pattern, and then you get, you get greedy or something. And there's a sense of, oh, I want, I want to try that again. I want to try that again. But with this, it's just, it's the two minutes running up to him every time before you even get started. And then no matter how good it's going, you can just get taken out. So... I can maybe level up my character again for a bit. I'll see if that makes a difference, but it could just be that uh, it could be that like no matter how big my health bar is, that that attack is just designed to to one shot you. Um, I'll have to see. But my patience for that kind of stuff is non-existent. So we'll see. But otherwise, I really am enjoying it. Like it's it's 
it's incredible that it is what it is and it's still recommended. Even if you maybe think you don't have the patience for these kind of games, like I said, there's there's loads of things you can do. You can skip you can skip the first boss entirely. Like the first kind of it the the, the boss is not optional, but you can skip ahead you don't have your progression isn't blocked if you get me it's only the kind of story progression so if you're struggling with that boss you can find a a secret passage and you can skip them you can open up a new section of the map and continuous continuously upgrade your character to a point when you come back then and you can kind of trivialize that boss and take them out very quickly um and that's cool i think that's a i think that's a cool mechanic to introduce you know that you can you you're not it's like that Darrow O'Brien joke, you know, about kind of bosses and games and stuff. Like you're not, you're not blocked. Your progression isn't blocked by, by this kind of stuff. So it's the same with this boss I'm stuck on at the moment. I think story-wise, it'll probably lock me out, but I can essentially complete the entire map and come back when my character is maybe ridiculously overpowered. And then that will trivialize that boss. But it's just like one of the reasons I waited if I hadn't gotten the PlayStation 5, I don't think I would have bought this yet because I didn't want to have the kind of really long loading times mm. each time mm-hmm. I die because I knew I was going to die. And it's great. Like, I think it loads. Every time I die, it loads within four to six seconds, wow. which is fantastic. Yeah, it's so fast. Wow. So it's cool. Again, that, that's the thing. It's the, the thing with this boss. It's not even kind of how frustrating or challenging it is. It's the the reset every time. You got to go into an elevator, down the elevator, up to the shoreline. Oh, I know what you're saying. Mm. Hit, hit the hit the portal travel across and then you got to run up to him and the entire time you're running up to him he can get you he can like shoot you and stuff and even then if you dodge those and get to him like i my character's strong enough to take him out within like probably five to ten hits mm. but i can't hit him because it's just the 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 aggression of the characters programmed to be like insanely high and it's just i wouldn't even mind but it's then when i do die it's another hike do you think it's another yeah it's, I wouldn't like it would I do, I think you could oh. genuinely I think you could okay. um, because it, it they introduced a lot of things that don't make it easier but make it more accessible I think um, so I, I would I would consider checking it out if there's anything you come up against in it that you can't beat you can always go off and do plenty of other stuff well that, that's, that's my it. question and this boss is yeah. if this boss is driving you nuts can you go away and come back to it at a later date? And will you be sufficiently well, leveled up that you could like, it would make a difference? Or does the character well, that, level to match you? Uh, the character doesn't level, which is good. But the, like that, that's what I'm saying. It's uh, in terms of my character's strength and attack power, it's high enough to to beat the boss. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. So what I'm going to do next is I haven't been prioritizing um, health. I've just been getting by with kind of a high attack power and dodging and stuff. So what I'm going to do maybe now is go to other parts of the map explore other stuff, do more health kind of story generally. progression and things like that and prioritize the health and then hopefully when I come back, hopefully it's not a case that the, the attack is designed like to take 100% of your health power right. you've got 500 or 900. Hopefully that's not the case. Is um, there, are there, um, are there defensive attributes you could be leveling like shields and shit or? Yeah, but it, it, it like the, one of the things with these games which I didn't really understand kind of first time I was playing them is that you you want to specialize in what your character does. And I've been prioritizing in terms of the kind of stats you've got strength, which is their attack power. You've got dexterity, which kind of increases your, how often you can attack or how much damage you take from falls or the variety of weapons you can use. 
and then you've got two types of magic based on like um a kind of an intelligence or a faith statistic and then the types of magic are like sorcery or incantations and miracles and things and you can kind of choose if you if you want to get through the game you specialize in one of those or maybe a hybrid of the two so i've been prioritizing dexterity and strength mm-hmm. um if i maybe put a few more points into like a magic shield or something like that mm-hmm. that might make a difference but it's just the fact that it shouldn't be necessary to have to have one type of tactic for for a, a build for a boss you know mm-hmm. it's just, each each build you're working towards should be viable right so I, I i can go away and like i said i can maybe like invest in magic shields and stuff put more points in something like intelligence or something or or other stuff but i also just don't want to because like when i can hit the boss i can get myself down really like i said I, I was i was practically finished last night and i don't know if you watched did you watch the clip i, I sent you i don't know that i did i get that I sent a YouTube link. It's only about 30 seconds. Uh, yes, okay. I, I watched whatever you sent. Yeah. This morning, no? Look at look at his health bar. Uh, I think it's at the uh, bottom see, of the I screen. See. Top Apologies. of bottom of the screen. Yeah, I see it. His health bar is empty and it just takes me out. It's so frustrating. Oh, you're on a horse. I am on a horse. But uh, I think I saw that thing. Oh, oh my! It's like there's fire, purple fire or something. Was there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the thing is, it's a cool boss. It's a really oh, cool wow. idea. Yeah. There's um, there's a cutscene. the The idea with the boss is. I think these games are ugly. Um, they're very muddy looking. It makes me think of like PlayStation One. I don't know about that. I think that's just that's me. The, yeah. No, because like when I when I played it on the when I played it on the OLED TV, mm. the colors in it are really vibrant. Okay. It's really rich. But uh, the the boss, the story with this boss is it's really cool. God, it's, um, it looks beautiful. In the story of the game, there's this kind of divine order, which they, they kind of refer to as the the golden order, and the power kind of comes from this the Elden Ring, which has these runes, and each kind of rune has a different power associated with stuff. And long before the game is set. Um, the ring is destroyed and the the demigods end up fighting each other and there's a battle between two of them and after the battle one of them kind of spreads this rot through an entire section of the map so it's in this desert and the sky is red and there's all this like kind of gross fungal stuff growing out of things so like the, the remaining soldiers have like tried to burn the rot out of the out of the landscape and the general who was fighting the the woman who kind of caused all this he's got this rot inside him and he's just wandering the desert um kind of he's become a cannibal basically Ugh. and you travel to the desert to fight him and you can kind of summon these other heroes and you're on a horseback and there's, there's just so much story and lore behind the stuff it's a really cool idea for a boss battle the execution of it is just this is, it's just so cheap this is not the final boss no no is there a concept no. of final boss in it though in being sort of as open world uh, yes yeah there, there is there is a, an arc to it that's mm-hmm. interesting do you get the sense that you'll be playing like like how many hours are you in 
About 60. How many hours do you reckon are in it? Day did it come out? The 25th. Is that... That's six days. Yeah. 60 hours in six days? Yeah, don't don't judge me. No judgment. No I'm judgment. depressed. I'm depressed. Yeah, Brian, I don't judge you. <laughs> you love... You, you, you love... Uh, these game, these things and video games and PS5 and you've been waiting for like, this for ages so whatever yeah. go you no I, I, I'm, you do I'm you, really boo-boo. impressed with I'm really impressed with what they set out to do and what they've actually achieved in, in terms of the scope and the, is that it, it's, it's exactly the game I was hoping they'd make and they did and it's just stuck in a cheap boss at the moment yeah. unfortunately but there's got to be a yeah there's got to be a, a low point somewhere what's the know? um or What's a lowest point. Play with hours on it. How do you mean? Uh, like, you know the way, like, kind of, like, say, like, the story. Like, a Call of Duty is usually, like, an 11-hour game. <laughs> Maybe eight. Oh, this is, like, in just in terms of story alone, you mean? Yeah. It kind of depends because there's lots of optional stuff in it that expands the story as well. So there's, there's a lot of there's stuff in it that you could just miss but is very important to to the kind of story of the game. I think the developers said 30 hours in terms of just story alone. But if you play these games, you probably have no intention of playing just for 30 hours. The, the point is to deep dive. Okay. Holy moly. Yeah, they said uh, a single playthrough of The Elder Ring takes an average of 44 hours. However, this is only time... This is the only... This, however, this is only the time needed to complete the game's main story. Those who wish to explore the lands between and complete the various side quests and optional bosses can expect to spend around 70 plus hours. Easily. Holy moly. It's it's interesting as well, kind of, Martin has, I'm assuming it's deliberate, I'm assuming it's not a coincidence, but uh, I just thought it was a nice touch. That in, in the story and the mythology of it, there is um, an immortal goddess queen, Marika. And Marika marries Godfrey, I think. And Marika is immortal. Godfrey, I think, is human, possibly. And then their children are demigods. But they all have, basically, their names are like things like Marika, Reni, Renala, um, Michaela, Millicent, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's basically G or RNs are, are all the kind of all the kind of pattern of the names. Godlike. Yeah, I see. Well, it's his initials. I got it. Yeah, it's very clever. Oh, it's very clever. It's very clever. Yeah, yeah, it's clever. Um, cool. Okay. I mean, it's a, that's a big release, and it's um, the internet is is rife with people going on about it. Um, so it's obviously what's the word? It's not struck a chord, but like people are just fucking overjoyed. I saw a lot of like reaction to just all the reviews were like nine tens, ten out of tens, which is great. Um, fucking awesome. Because Skyrim, it's not even in the Skyrim world of things. I just, I still see people going on about that fucking Skyrim game. <sighs> um, I, d- I don't like Skyrim. Speaking mm. of fantasy stuff, uh, right. 
was someone telling me? Who was telling me? Um, Brian, because Brian watched it. I've not watched it. Uh, Weed of Time on Amazon. Yes. Am- Amazonian. Uh, yeah. That, like, one of the lead actors just left. I heard they recast him. I don't know if... Did they leave? I just heard they left, yeah. Devin said oh. why they left. They just left. I don't know anything about it. It's literally someone said, like, basically just... They kind of said that was enough. They had enough. They didn't want to do it anymore. It walked out. Oh. I, I knew they'd recast him for season two, but I didn't know... I didn't know it was because the character or the actor just... Basically walked out. Chose to leave. Yeah. Oh, weird. weird. I mean, what? Just didn't like the show? Didn't get on with the crew? Didn't... I mean, I guess I don't know. I'm just guessing. But that's insane. I don't know. Um... I also heard the showrunner or the writer on Euphoria can be quite uh, hard to deal with and has real has real struggles with the cast. Is that Zendaya? No, no. Okay. No, not Zendaya. Other character, okay. other people. Then Rice them kind of makes them a bit more redundant and different things. Like he's kind of um, sounds like he's abusing his power. If you get me, mm. he has strifes and troubles with him all the time and different things, and yeah, causes issues. But anyways. <laughs> Anyways, well, we'll keep it. We'll keep an eye on the wheel of time, then. Yep. And uh, Brian, looking forward to hearing. You should. You, you should also watch. Yes, yeah, so we'll watch, watch it. Yeah. It, yeah. Watch uh, it, yeah. Looking forward to hearing more on Elden Ring and and uh, whether or not you can Elden overcome Ring. your struggles. Elden Ring. Well, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to be supportive. Elvin. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> I just love Brian. But uh, um I watched uh I watched the first episode of season two of Picard. Yeah, woo, Star Trek. Um I enjoyed it. I just want to say mm-hmm. I got a pink controller <gasps> and I love it. I love it. That's beautiful. Isn't it? Oh isn't I'm it beautiful? Jelly of that. You should get <gasps> one. It's beautiful. It's I pretty. have two controllers already, so realistically, I don't need another. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't know. really know. Yeah. No. I, I, the only reason I got this, to be honest, was because I've been playing for 10 hours at a time and the battery needs to charge and I have to plug it in to the console and then the cable will be inside and then I'd be worried about pulling mm-hmm. it because I've got it vertically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. So I was like, I needed a second controller so I can just have it ready to go for because I'm not playing in 10 hour sessions. Oh. That's that's fine, Brian. Don't worry about it. It's obviously longer. Yeah, no one, no one needs to know. You're, well, I, uh, are you playing for longer than ten hours at a time? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Am, of course, I am. Yeah, the guy's all like messed up in the head, and it's all I'm, messed up. I'm so messed up, guys. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what though? Go on. Whispering is really fun. Whispering is fun. It's so much fun. Gotta whisper dog. Uh, well, we can whisper all the time if it's fun to edit. <laughs> no, let's no, just stop. let's stop. Oh, let's, no, let's stop. no, sorry. Let's let's do one whisper episode at least. Not now. The next, the next Someday. episode. Oh yeah, that could be like our maybe episode fifty-two. The whispering. From now on, I'm going to alternate whispering and talking, so that Aiden can't cut. That last bit of <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's all gotta stay in. He's not wrong, that makes no sense if I don't fucking leave it. Um, I was gonna say, uh, hmm, got distracted by the whispering. Whispering is distracting, 
Um, CBS pulled all of the Star Trek shows from the Netflix deal they had. So we were seeing the oh, the, yeah, Star the Star Trek Discovery stuff on Netflix. So no more Discovery Netflix and we were Oh, yeah, because they got Paramount, yeah. Yeah, and we were seeing Picard over there. I think we were seeing Picard over there. Or it's on Amazon anyway. Amazon just added 30 Rock over Christmas. I was like, yay, 30 Rock. And now they've taken it off again. Oh. I assume it's because of Paramount, probably. Weird. Dizzy, even. No, wait, no. No, no, that's Peacock. I'm getting mixed up. Yeah. No, forget that. Disney. But scratch that. Disney even knows that they're taking back the Netflix shows. The old Daredevil. The Marvel ones. Yeah, we kind of felt like that was happening once they got pulled off of Netflix. Um, But what I was just going to say was that, like, I haven't heard anything about these Star Trek shows. That new, The new season of Discovery is airing. And, like... I feel like people would know that if it was on Netflix, but I don't think they do because yeah. it's on CBS somewhere. Um, and that show had a ropey fan base to begin with because it was uh, just wobbly, if you ask me. I enjoyed the first episode of season two of Picard. I think more so than I enjoyed the first episode of season one. Season one was very uneven and I felt uh, Jean-Luc was... You know, he's, he's in his 80s, isn't he? I just felt he was kind of, you know, he's just not entirely up for it. And even watching him now, like, I think they used him better in this one. They didn't expect him to be running up fucking staircases. Um, But his voice is so weak, it's kind of it's kind of hard to see the guy at this point. I have said in the past that the way season one ended, they kind of killed him and then brought him back to life in a, like, synthetic kind of kind of data-esque body but it's exactly the same as his old body but the technology's moved on it's like you could have you could have just killed him you could have killed him and brought him back as a younger actor or you could have saved his consciousness because that was a part of the plot for a moment there and made him this holodeck presence and he could have just been on the ship you could have called the ship the Picard had him in the holodeck and that way you get to have this this ever-present advisor in Captain Picard and Patrick Stewart as an actor never has to leave a soundstage where he's sitting in a comfy chair. But then if he's this ever present thing on the ship mm. and he dies, you got to write a thing that, oh, the 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 immortal AI got a virus. This, the, the, this is true too. Um, I, I had entirely forgotten until it showed up in season one. I say it, the Irish Vulcan lady I don't know if you watched the first season. Just big old Irish accent on her. Um, for uh, is the actress? Um, I feel like the name I saw on the thing was Orla, but like it's Orla um, Rouch. Um, it is. It. Is, I think especially if you are Irish, it's really distracting. Irish people in space. Orla Brady, Irish. I was Irish guess born Brady. Orla Brady. I don't know why. Maybe I've seen them in something. Orla Brady. Well, shout out to Orla Brady. What's up, you It It is distracting that she's that Irish, though. Oh, get over yourself, you stop. Yeah, get over yourself. Fucking Irish people. What he said. Would you not, like, if they said, do like, yeah, you can be Vulcan and just do your own accent, you'd, you'd be like, yeah, grand. Way easier than trying to be all, like, robotic. The thing is, I, I, neutral. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I was about to say, I'm not entirely sure it is her own accent. Well, maybe. That could be true. Ah, 
I did see something recently that some American girl turned around to like it was like a meme and it was just like a, I was in class one day and an American girl turned around and said do an Irish accent and she said I speak in an Irish accent and the American said no a oh real Irish. one <laughs> this is an Irish accent I'm Irish um yeah they, they've brought the Borg in they did a little preview thing of like coming up this season there's a whole lot of time travel there seems to be like the alternate dimension where everyone's evil um, we got to see Q in it um, as the immortal space deity thing again um, I saw him in the trailer looking like I think his name is John Delancey um, looking like John Delancey does now you know just the older gent with the grey and the white hair and that's kind of what I was expecting and you kind of go well how the fuck does Q look like that Um if he's an immortal fucking deity and I was because he can look however he wants essentially yes yeah it, it was the moment where he finally appears in the episode and the camera pin, pivots and they've de-aged him so he looks like he did in um, the next gen and he goes oh, you've gotten so much older let me catch up and he clicks his fingers and he pops back and it, they didn't they didn't have to do much with it they just had enough to let you see him go be playfully fucking with him and his perception um, that's cool so um, I, I'm looking forward to it, but it does it does have a little smack in that trailer of like they travel back to the 21st century and are driving around in police cars and it's like oh, going back to save the whales. That sounds good. <laughs> Where do you keep your nuclear vessels? The best Star Trek movie, The Whales. That's where Reacher lost me is just when it became that, you know. Car chases. Generic cop show thing. Um... It's a it's a doctor and a cop. Hmm. It's a writer and a cop. It's a it's a hobo and a cop. It's like no boring. We excited for Batman? Yes. Have you seen spoilers and stuff? No. Nope. I'm no. Very. I'm one of my no. one of my customers today said that like he's seen a lot online and he's like, it's not like kind of he's like he doesn't know if they're big ones or not, but he said it's a little bit devastating. And I was like, oh okay. Okay. Well, don't don't tell us any of them. No, I didn't. You didn't tell me. I was I know that any of the time. Don't tell I us mean, that I, spoilers maybe, don't make a difference, maybe, Brian. I get it. It's just we're like 10 hours out. Let's just no, get there. No. <laughs> maybe I do know stuff already. Um, and you just don't consider You're it. just about one Elden Ring play session away from watching that movie at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Just, you're just one, 14 to 16 hours away. Nothing that Aiden ever hurts again now that we know about his cat piss kink but no kink shaming in it's just do you know, i do anything i say hurts now. you yeah most things you say yes oh but i love you guys yeah internalize that and you're, get back to me in four days <laughs> <laughs> we're all good friends here we're lucky <laughs> i'll buy new clothes you hey pretty- hey, <laughs> hey I love you. well can you remember I think it was it was about a year ago, and I think it was here. I think it was when we were on a, on a call, mm. and I think it was us. Pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out if you can if you can remember it happening, and if you remember what I was referencing when I said it. But I think Aiden was saying something kind of uh-huh. a bit self deprecating, and kind of you know just kind of being negative about himself. So um, any day of the sarcast- week. Yeah, and I sarcastically said, "Oh no, Aiden, don't say that." Um, can you remember what that's from? No. No. Do you know what it's from? I I, I can't remember. No, and I, I I said it to somebody else recently, and they were very hurt. Uh, and you couldn't I, fucking not hurt. 
not hurt, but it's like, oh no, that that's, that's a, a, it's a quote. Kimmy Smith or something like that. Turning I rock. can't remember what it's from, but it, basically, Aiden was yeah, like you said, you know, could have been any sad sack. You're saying something, yeah. Yeah. and I just sarcastically went, oh no, Aiden does that. Oh no, Aiden. Oh no, like just weekly protesting. Um, yes, but I can't remember what it's or from. Or maybe Shit Creek. I don't know. Sounds like something like that kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, or maybe I, I don't know. Maybe to go back and listen to all those episodes. Could be a could be a Jeff Winger oh, no, kind stop. of community. Is it like the whole like oh, no, like oh no stop don't no oh that's awful don't say that but you're not actually being enthusiastic. If you know what Brian is referencing, write into at the endless cast on Instagram or the endless cast at gmail dot com. Oh no yeah. stop don't. Also, also, hmm. it'd be great if people could share. You know, share the podcast. Share the podcast. Share the latest image. We really, really appreciate it. We've been doing this for nearly a year now. We're all pretty into it. And uh, sometimes, you know, it, it, it's a lot of work. Even, mm-hmm. you know, just showing up on a weekly basis. And uh, if you like it, no, I'm not even being funny. It's like, it's, it's commitment. But uh, mm-hmm. if you like it, we'd really, really, really appreciate that people would share it. Mm-hmm. We have fun doing it. So share the love. So I watched Medea Homecoming. I don't know what any of that means. Oh, no, you, I'm not going to. I don't want to talk about that. I just realized what you were talking about. No. What? No, you don't want to talk about the new Medea movie? Well, I uh, normally I'd be, uh, you know, thrilled to. But uh, this is the one where Brendan. Uh, uh, O'Carroll. O'Carroll in it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, you know what, look, though? I think fair play. Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry is good, a prolific prolific filmmaker has been making the Medea series since 2005 with Diary of a Mad Black Woman through I've, to Boo a Medea Halloween and the sequel Boo 2 a Medea Halloween I just want to say uh, something before you make complete fun of him any things I'm I've not, actually seen I'm him not. but I'm just saying any things I've actually seen him in uh, I've actually really liked this character like he's really good in stuff he's great in Gondor yeah he's great he's great he's in fantastic stuff fantastic in Gondor it's just I, I just yeah. don't know any of the, car- the comedy stuff but that's comedy's not my taste anyways and I'm pretty sure I'm not the demographic but uh but I, all the stuff I see in it, I always think he's like he's always kind of plays like cool and endearing characters. I actually really like him. <laughs> I think he's great. But like I like the way he does both of it. Why not? You know he can. He can. I have never watched a Medea movie, and I only watched this because of the Irish connection. Amazing commercial tie-in that was introducing Agnes Brown, Brendan O'Carroll's Agnes Brown, to this. Like they're doing How did the this exact same. I, I, I somebody pointed out that they were doing the. I, I don't know. Somebody was looking at a Netflix algorithm and went, people are watching Medea movies and Agnes Brown. We better get these two together. I think that's brilliant. Because it's, they're doing the same thing on opposite sides of the ocean. Mrs. Brown is huge in the UK. Medea's huge in, in America. A little bit of cross-pollination is a really good, um, good for both brands, I think. <laughs> it's Aliens versus Predator. Yeah. Whoever wins in that, we yeah. Do. Jason versus <laughs> Jason versus Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Um, I, I Mrs. Great. Brown's Mrs. Brown's voice has never been my it. my thing. I've always um, I think I've always said I don't know if I've mentioned it on here that like I've I've seen moments where I found it to be very progressive, and I'm like, oh, cool. This is actually introducing concepts to an audience that wouldn't necessarily it, so get I them. Um, like. It's it's an amazingly successful business endeavor, but it's it's not for me. Um, but I I appreciate the spirit of it. Same thing with the Medea thing, and then it was just kind of funny going, "What the fuck does this look like with the two of them 
in it and I, I had fun where did you watch it it's on Netflix it's it's there for everyone yeah. to watch now um, the thing is like you can say that Medea is a is a you know the American Mrs. Brown's boys and some of the things I didn't think about there is like the legality of drugs so she's just like she's on a lot of drugs a lot of the time um, and you know if something really bothers her a fucking gun comes out and I'm like that's not what I expected <laughs> this old lady's firing shots into the ceiling um, I was again surprised honky grandmas be tripping honky grandmas be tripping um, I was um I'm surprised by the scale of Tyler Perry because I'm so used to Brendan O'Carroll being a big guy, a small old lady. He's five foot five, and Tyler Perry is, is how flippin' tall? But it's like apparently Affleck is six five, right? Which I don't believe, but Perry beside him looks huge mm. and congruent. Mm. He's a big guy, yeah, big dude. And I swear to God, there was like twenty minutes of trailers or, or or credits on the Medea thing of just like bloopers and her like shooting Beyonce spoofs, like it's very odd. It's like Jackie Chan, it's I, the best part of the movie. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's it's this thing where it's like Tyler Perry is making a fortune. He is. It, but I mean, he. I think he's one of the first. I, I could be wrong on this. I think he was one of the. F- first black people to set up a movie studio like he, he, he I think he set up a studio to produce those films mm. after the kind of initial success like he's massively successful mm. it's impressive yeah and and that's I guess that is the spirit with which I'm like I don't know am I recommending people to watch Medea Homecoming I guess if you like Mrs. Brown we're, we're not um, we're not I'm doubling down I'm recommending everybody watch Medea's Homecoming I think some of the canon gets a little screwed up because uh, Agnes is there to bring her grandson back to Ireland to oh run no, the farm. The but like, I don't remember Agnes owning a farm. She's like city Dublin, right? Like, um, and then they said, "Oh, you should come and visit Dublin." So I fully expect like a Mrs. Brown's Medea movie where Medea comes to Dublin, or Tyler Perry will just show up in a Christmas episode, most likely. Would be fun to make the movie. Though. That that uh, that TikTok of the American guy who was going to the dumpster, the 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 bargain bin in the, in the shop all the time, picking out DVDs, and Randy picks up Mrs. Brown Boys. He's like, Mrs. Yeah. Brown Boys, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's so funny. He's disgusted. That's my that's my Medea material. I felt like we were going to talk about Batman longer when I when, when you brought it up. Well, I guess I, I, I guess not. I, well, is, there any, is there anything to say? Like, kind of, you know. I, I don't I think to, the thing is, I don't, I don't really want to say much about yeah. it until I see it. You know, that's it. I, I want. want to, I it's, it. it's getting great. It's getting great reviews. Yeah, it's three hours long. Great okay, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say this yeah. then. Right, I'm not excited. I'm not excited at all. Me neither. Yeah, I don't know what but it the, is. The, the, I've the, been excited for every Batman movie my entire life, and this one, I'm just like, I don't. There's nothing about this I, that enthralls me. I think it'll be good. Mm-hmm. I think I like it. Mm-hmm. I thought the first two trailers were fantastic. Mm-hmm. I loved the new theme tune, but I'm not hyped for it at all. Aren't they going? To- Even though I, I, I think Pattinson looks great. I, I think it looks. I, I, it looks I don't great. necessarily I think, think I'm going. I think great. I'm. I think it looks great. Like I, it's just it's weird that, I don't know. I think I said it last week or the week before. There just doesn't seem to be a storyline. 
buzz around it, oh, yeah. or else, or else I'm not buzzing yeah. about it. But do you not think sure. though? I think it might a little bit of that is because they don't want to give anything away. They're terrified of giving things away because I think I think like DC. And I don't know. They've shown a lot of one up each other. But that's thing that they, Sorry, can they've, I finish? They've they've released so many clips. It's hard to tell when you're finished because your feed is a bit teetery. Yeah, you keep breaking up. Yeah, uh, that's not true actually. It is actually. Don't gaslight us. It's true. <laughs> you could be gaslighting me for all I know. But um I don't I was gonna say like like I just I just think it's just like one of those things where it's like they're going to um Oh actually I do have a question for Brian. But I think it's one of those things that they're gonna just be um you know, trying to play it downplay so when people go to see it, they're gonna be like it's gonna be like a big oh my god moment that no one's gonna expect and that because they're trying to kind of outdo uh Spider Man. Mm. There, there's a there's an aesthetic in it like I, I enjoyed the Arkham games but I don't like the look of the characters and shit in that that sort of dirty I, metal I like and... I like the look I won't say of the city in the game itself mm-hmm. but of the city I, I, what reminded me of it was the last proper trailer I think we saw this is a shot of Gotham it reminded me of the cinematic trailer for Arkham City which was Amazing. Remember that? Mm-hmm. With the uh-huh. Hugo Strange yeah. interrogating the, the private security guy. Mm-hmm. And then Batman swoops in and takes them all out. But it reminds me of the city in that cinematic. That's how it looks. And I think that looks great. Yeah. Um, and I like that the city looks like that. Uh, I think I was excited after the first trailer. But uh, there's, just, there's not been enough out of it to really kind of entice me, to be honest. But this is, this is what I'm saying. They've released so many clips. I've not seen any of them, to be honest. But this is, they've released so many clips, but like not on any of the official kind of Warner Brothers channels. Mm. It's been like just loads of like smaller media kind of outlets, which is just really strange because it hasn't it hasn't generated. So here's a question then: any like kind of anytime around. we've, I mean, maybe I'm wrong about this, but when we've been hyping around a Batman movie, is it safe to say that we've been much more in person in offices and classrooms, in rooms with people talking about shit? Like, I spend uh, I, most of my day having very functional calls with people over Zoom, you know? Like, my interactions around this sort of stuff aren't as... Maybe I'm just not creating that reciprocal well, hype with people. No, but... but, I, I, but would well, say, I would just say... What I would say to that is... I'm... I would say I'm to that is... in... A, I was talking first. You're in, you're in an Elden so. Ring uh, K-hole or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you can talk. I'm in an old hole. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Go on. I want to yoke Um, I want to say two things. There. Okay. Hmm. One thing is in Elden Ring, fault. you can leave like me- messages, <laughs> messages around the place, but you can't write the full messages. You can only use like selected phrases, which like, have to do with items or kind of story in the game. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't write your own message. You got to like whatever you're trying to say. You got to use these limited available words. But um, in a lot of the games. Like there's either items or story things to do with fingers. Um, and then there's lots of holes in the game as well. Like there's illusory kind of walls and there's like gaps and things like that. And one of the messages that, you know, somebody left once and it's now it's now uh, just a recurring joke in all the games is try finger butthole. And I just, I, I just, I just think that's neat. Uh, what I was going to say was, um, well, anyways, we probably off the game. I think previously when we've been hyped, like here in Dublin, I'm, 
I'm not. Mm. And we'd be just as hyped for things. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's that. Okay. Because we were just as hyped for. We're pretty hyped Spider-Man for Moon Knight or, and yeah, Spider Man. Well, yeah. what I was going to say is, well, I think yeah, again, like I've just not seen much. Like I, I've yeah, look, I know exactly what you're saying. I there was so much like build up to Spider Man, so and it's just I don't feel the same at all. I even feel like I'm there's more of a build up to Strange than there is this, and Strange is further away. Um, it, is it that we're just we're entering another Batman reboot? There might be a little bit of Batman fatigue, but what I was going to say is though is I I, I talk to a lot of people all the time. And lots of people do tell me how to exci- how how excited they are for it. So I don't know. Okay, so you are encountering hype. I mean, yeah. it, it might be that. I mean, like the Nolan trilogy. You know, when was Affleck was announced in two thousand and twelve? I I don't we're probably really consider a, Affleck like and we're probably a decade since the damp squib of the Affleck era. Mm. Going into like, will this work? You know, so I don't know. I want to. I want to believe, but again, it comes back to for me going. I I haven't enjoyed Matt Reeve work. I've just been like, it's fine. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a big fan, but I still think this will be good. Um, I'm looking forward to it, Mm. but I'm just not. I'm like, hey, Batman, Mm. cool. Well. Um, does anybody know how long deep, deep Heat lasts for? This also got delayed quite a bit though, didn't it? Yeah, uh, they had to stop shooting and your man got COVID. Yeah. And... It's been delayed quite a bit. I think it was supposed to come out at some point last year, so maybe that's it. Mm. You know, we, we got our first look at it and then we were waiting. The first trailer we got for it didn't even have a release date. It just had like the... Uh, twenty. It had the two zero and then two question marks because they didn't even have a release date for it. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's the. It's not so much Batman fatigue. It's marketing fatigue because yeah, just fair, fair, fair. About it. yeah, yeah. It's just been yeah. a long time coming. Yeah, that's pretty true. Is that actually? Um, I had a question for Brian though. Have you, you watched did, Peacemaker? Yeah. Nope. I think you'd really like it. I will give it a yeah, look. I, I will. think you will. I do, I do plan yeah. to. I think yeah. you will. I, I think, I think Gun might work better in a TV show for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, to be honest, man, I watched it and I didn't get a whole lot of Gun sensibility from it than I did the TV, the, the Suicide Squad, or the the Guardians of the Galaxy. I, but I'd, but um, I'd, I'd argue it's very, very Gun. Just, just the the like he's covered the sort of alien invasion thing a few times, you know, like. Like I was watching because I rewatched Peacemaker and it's like it's basically the same story as Suicide Squad, especially as you get towards the end of it. And that's more so. Was it Slither was the one where there were like aliens occupying but, people as well? So it's like uh, this is his third or fourth crack at the same idea. But I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Like I, I was just gonna say, like yeah, it's fun and stuff. I was just gonna say that. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, it's like it's not that, like kind of like it's very. Oh, what was I going to say? Basically, I was like, for sure, he works better on TV in a, mm. in a, here's 40 minutes, it's enjoyable, you know, bite-sized pieces like that, for sure. I watched the first two episodes, and then it was a week or two before I watched the rest of it. I think the thing is, and like, again, Slither was the big thing for him, wasn't it? The first sort of hit. Um, yeah. Smaller focus. Smaller focus, just like one direction with like clear groups of characters doing a thing like the the suicide squad 
that that false start two teams then what's going on over here with Harley Quinn because Harley's this sort of commodity that they want to spend time with as well it just Suicide Squad just felt a bit distracted for me um, and this is really focused and I like that um, this was my birthday this week I suppose we should talk about it how do you feel 34 years old yeah fine I outlived Jesus did you get as much done didn't he come back though oh fuck that's hang on my face <laughs> oh well <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha